Welcome to the River Rain Show. I'm your host, Catherine Allen, clairvoyant medium and astrologer. Tonight, we will share great music, movie clips, short stories, or quotes, all on our theme of this week. So grab yourself a tea, get yourself comfy and warm, sit back and be soothed by the music, the inspiration, and the introspection. Welcome to the River Rain Show.
scars before you left. How light carries on endlessly, even after death. With shortness of breath, you. Welcome to the River Rain Show. So, we are heading into an interesting show tonight, all about the Lord of Karma, which is Saturn. And that song was called Sleeping at Last by Saturn, <laughs> um, a group called Saturn. Um, we have a very intense astrological aspect happening. On January 12th and even though we're the 6th I can tell you we're already feeling it people are telling me and I feel it myself and if you're sensitive and intuitive um, you probably have noticed that you feel energies shift and intensify before the actual day of you know a full moon or an eclipse or um, all kinds of you know stuff maybe solar flares meteor showers there's effects that we can that we can pick up from them and this aspect that we're going to talk about tonight and explore in the show is a stellium which is like a cluster of planets all in the same sign and pretty much on top of each other even by degree um, and it's significant because you know, if you if you imagine just for a moment that these planets were people. So if you have planets in different signs, 
then it's sort of like a, a, a large room and everyone has their space and there's people standing all around the room and maybe some of them are not at a great angle to each other and others are, but there's, there's room, right? Now, imagine that those planets or people were all standing within the same three-foot square. It gets intense, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it usually brings up some sort of issue for us to have people so close or in our space. And it can be different for everybody what that provokes. But we're going to look tonight at what this might be provoking for different, uh, different signs or just as a general agent of change. Because astrologers have been waiting for this aspect for quite a while. And um, we're certainly seeing some things on the global stage that could be mirroring this energy. So we're going to go into uh, a little bit at first about what Capricorn is and isn't as a sign. And then I'm going to talk about how the different planets play out in that sign. Because each planet has its own kind of character. And then it's filtered through the sign. And it, it plays out in slightly different ways. Or sometimes dramatically different ways. And we're going to take a look at what this possibly is showing us, you know? We have, you know, uh, a provocation from the U.S. towards Iran erupting on the global stage. This is part of what this aspect could have, could have been including because it is challenges to um, authority, challenges to patriarchy and capitalism itself is one thing that astrologers have been sort of anticipating with this. We also have these horrible, horrible fires in Australia. And we've, we've also had, there's more than my fires as well around California, South America. There's a lot of things on fire right now. And that one, um, because Saturn and Capricorn are not fire signs, it's a little harder I have to maybe stretch my mind a little further to see how that correlates, but there's certainly a correlation. Pluto um, is a destroying kind of planet. It, it destroys in order to rebuild. And so when Saturn comes together with Pluto, which is the main aspect of the evening uh, in Capricorn, you can definitely see upheaval and destruction. And it's, it's sort of... Um, with those planets and in Capricorn, it's, it's not without something else in mind or without um, intention or without something in its place. It's not, um, it's not reckless or random, even though forest fire, you know, bushfires, it's pretty hard not to see it that way. So tonight's show you might find a little more on the serious side because it is a serious aspect and there's nothing wrong with sticking with me if you're ready to explore what some of these serious feelings are and uh, if you're ready to explore what could be needing restructuring, a challenge to power and authority, a revoking of old systems, a death and rebirth energy in your own life because that's what's going on somewhere in, in your chart. And so I suggest as you listen tonight that you try to relate 
to what area of my life is this, does this energy seem to fall? And then we're going to talk, of course, we'll have great music and we'll have things to talk about how to handle it, how to deal with it. First, though, I'm going to make my usual little announcements. Um, Happy New Year once again. It's the first, my first show of the new year. And um, I've introduced a couple of new things this year that I'm excited about. It's adding a little bit of uh, extra work to, to my life, but so very rewarding. So what I've added this year, um, and it's going to continue to grow as I figure out what can really be done with this platform and to help offer you more things is it's called Patreon. Patreon. So if you wanted to take a look at Patreon for Catherine River Rain, you're going to see you can subscribe to different offers uh, of things that I offer. But So I won't get too much on the selling you side of things because I don't really like that. But it offers, it offers you a way of signing up on a regular basis if you want the, my extended Tarot of the Week readings. Um, right now, as it stands, if you go to my website or you, or you subscribe to my newsletters that are free, you get a Tarot of the Week, three-card reading of the energy of this particular week. And I've decided now to extend that and have that uh, for subscribers. And I go into detail on how the reading would play out that week for love, money, health, career, and spiritually. Um, the other thing I've added as well is the YouTube videos. If no one, if you haven't visited my YouTube channel, every month for the last couple of years, I put up uh, monthly astrology readings on video for the month, and I've also decided to extend those as well. Um, and for that, that means uh, pulling nine cards instead of three, and channeling a longer reading for you. And there's going to be other things as well. So if you wanted, if you are intrigued, you might want to go check out Patreon. I'm I'm offering also, depending on what what uh, tier you pick, full moon and new moon reports, eclipse reports, Mercury retrograde reports, some guided meditations, some intuition tips to download. And as I said, I'm going to be figuring out better ways to use these platforms and. Um, and basically connect with more more of you um, and hopefully in a more meaningful or targeted way once I understand how to use it and what people's interests are. Other than that, um, this month I'm going to have intuition circles coming back. One of them is online and one of them is live if you're in the Montreal area where I live. Um, the one that is live is the 21st of January. And that is the evening. It's a Tuesday evening. We're going to gather in circle and we meditate and we um, learn how to focus our minds and calm our minds so that we can hear the intuitive voice more clearly. And then we do exercises and we practice by sometimes asking questions about our lives to the group. And then you get the feedback of the people in the group live about what you're sensing and if it's true for them and this is all um, done partly as like a it's not a support group but it does have a supportive aspect when you can ask somebody what's your gut feeling about this uh, new new 
guy I'm going to go on a date with. And you get five or six people or ten people in the room giving their first gut feeling. It can be very affirming. So we do this type of thing. We also do more some general exercises, talk about things that come up along the way as you open your gifts and as you start wanting to share what you're, or act on what your intuition's telling you. There will be other things that come up in life. And I go into those a lot in my book, a little bit of intuition. And I am doing these circles to help you grow as well. There's another circle that will be online, so it doesn't matter where you are in the world. This one's going to be in the afternoon of the... Uh, I'm forgetting my own dates now. <laughs> One second, I'm going to check this calendar and be perfectly sure. Sorry, just opening up a web page. So the online intuition circle is the 16th of January. So it's next, not this Thursday, but the one after. And it's from 1 till 3 p.m. And that's Eastern Standard Time. So anybody can join that. It's done with Zoom. It's video conferencing. And um, you can meet people all over the world that way. That's my goal is creating an online global community of intuitives, people that want to train. And as I mentioned, the other one is the um, 21st of January from 7 till 9.30 p.m. And that's in Montreal. The other thing that I'm offering that I'm really excited about is um, a meditation hall. I've been wanting to do this for a long time and I don't know. A lot of people were telling me that they wanted guided meditation, so I, I would offer that and it I like that as well. But what I really was craving to do or envisioning was to give people a sacred and silent space. So basically what I'm gonna do at my River Rain Center, it's in Saint Anne de Bellevue or the Montreal West Island if you're around. It's going to be from 1 till 5, just the center is open and it's silent. And you can come in and uh, meditate for 20 minutes or you can come in for 3 hours. It's, it's there to have some calm, quiet, high energy space that you can come to and practice. And. Um, it's hard to describe what it does for you, but it, it definitely is powerful. If you've never experienced just being in silence with other people, especially in our day, it's, it's, um, it's quite profound and it's quite rare. So if you would like to join us, that's Sunday the 19th of January. That's in St. Anne de Bellevue, in the West Island of Montreal, the River Rain Center, my little place. Um, and there'll be chairs, or you can be on a cushion, you can be on the floor, you can be on a couch. Just be, make yourself comfortable, but give it a shot, try. Come out and meditate, come out and feel what it is to be silent with people. Feel that power in being in the presence of other people's energy without needing to talk. It's very powerful. And that is by donation. It's just something I've been wanting to, to offer for the longest time. 
So I hope you'll join us. All right, on that note, I'm going to play a song of the week as usual. And uh, we're going to come back and talk more about the planets. That was The Long and Winding Road. And I played that by the Beatles for a reason, because it talks about having a long-term mindset, right? A long-term road, long and winding. And this is part of what we have a love-hate with when it comes to Saturn and when it comes to Capricorn. We're having a harder and harder time in society, it seems, of taking our time with things or enjoying things, being patient for things. Everything is so quick and instant, and in one way, it's made life really convenient and fun and for certain aspects, and it's made other things, it's wreaked havoc with certain other things that need some time, and there's nothing wrong with them taking time. And um, no matter how fast our technology gets, you're not going to take away the fact that some things are going to take time regardless. So the long and winding road is like a good metaphor for thinking about Capricorn as a sign and Saturn in Capricorn. Saturn is in, is in Capricorn for two and a half years. It's already started, but you know, we've still got another way to go. And basically it's there to teach us the art of thinking of the long and winding road as a life path and not judging and stop thinking about everything being so quick and instant and build a structure, build a foundation. And as if anyone out there is a builder of any sort, you will know that you can't expect a house to stand very long if you whipped up the foundation in a day. So it's the same with many things that we want out of life. Um, we want a stable relationship. That doesn't happen overnight. We want, uh, you know, a comfortable home. It doesn't happen overnight. And even if you walked in the door to something that looked perfect and was all set up and seemed like a home, it wouldn't be your home until you'd lived in it for a while to make it yours. So it's the value of time. That's why they call Saturn the Lord of Karma. It's like the Lord of Time. Kronos is the name of Saturn as well. Kronos, chronology, father time. And this is what we're dealing with, lessons about time. So I'm going to read a little bit about just little things I've found to sort of express Capricorn and this long-term mindset. And I want you to think about what area of your life are you able to apply this long-term mindset to? Or do you feel you need to? Where do you rush in? Where are you expecting things too quickly? Where are things falling apart really fast or, or suddenly? Where, in other words, has there been a lack of patience or building a foundation that you could work on that? We all have some area, if not multiple areas of our lives that need that. So this is, this is just some quotes and different thoughts about the sign of Capricorn and a bit more music. I want you to ponder. 
as you're listening where where this energy comes from in you so this is from the zodiaccity.com I'm a Capricorn not everyone understands the nature of my heart I'll give all in all I'll give my all in love whether we're near or apart I'll stay in my lane as long as you don't cross me because my personal boundaries are important and respect is key I need security in my life that doesn't mean I'm insecure there's nothing wrong with wanting more can you relate to any of that here's another one by Crystal Melbourne with within the zodiac Capricorn what am I doing I rely on myself trust no one else making sure nothing inside me breaks so I'm powerful steady in my ability to create thunderstorms earthquakes carve liquid rain into white snowflakes no I could destroy you so completely yet I find myself wondering late at night what you're up to and I'm texting you are you all right do you need any help and I know I always say I rely on myself but if you ask me to trust you I'll reply with hearts emojis and soft words and I won't even mind how many of you relate to that one Capricorn this is chaos poetry Capricorn the one who leads reluctantly leads with great success your diligence and ambition will supersede distress the top may be lonely but some peace is overdue so you summit mountains specifically for the solitude how many of you can relate to that she is Capricorn she is delightfully chaotic a splendid adventure ruled by the driven and persistent mountain goat she is willful and determined her energy is loyal structured and honest she is the powerhouse of the zodiac her walk is like a shot of whiskey neat and strong and full of purpose and so many underestimate her punch she can be traditional organized and responsible serious and hard-working she has a pure heart a heart that shines this woman might not be overconfident extroverted or bold but she is polished and her style is sharp and individual much like herself this woman neither falls in love at first sight nor wastes time on mindless flirtations she will be on hand with guidance and advice should you ever need it devoted to those who have made the grade from the outside to her inner circle this woman will often go to great lengths for her friendships she has a heart made of gold ruled by Saturn she's fierce strong and full of fire not even she could hold herself back 
because her passions burn brighter than her fears. That was the Indigo Girls with Galileo. I like that one because, you know, how long till my soul gets it right? There's a long-term mindset for you. We're talking about not only thinking about taking time with day-to-day life, we're talking about the awareness and ability to hold this space of multiple lifetimes and the soul's journey throughout lifetimes. That's quite the step up, isn't it, (laughs) to long-term thinking. I wanted to just really dig into that a bit more, though, because um, just because it's so prevalent. The way that our um, media works now, it gives this illusion that everything can be done instantly, and yet... um, it is, it is a lot of the time just that, it's an illusion. For example, um, you can meet anybody all over the world, right? You can connect, you can click like on somebody's post and they're halfway across the world and you share a, a sentence or two. And okay, that's pretty cool. It's a, it's a potential for a connection to be built, but it doesn't mean that it exists already. You know, all you did was say hello. Relationships, trust, we're never going to bypass that with, you know, no matter how many messages you send or how many people you connect with or how many hours you were on the phone, it doesn't bypass that there is a deeper sense of timing in people, a deeper, deeper things take time to really establish trust you can't know if you can trust somebody until the passage of time some adversity in your lives you know something difficult that happens you see how people react are they still around or not can they handle listening to your emotions can they are they reliable do they just you know bolt when something is hard um, their communication skills are, you, are they able to talk to you are you able to listen all those things really do take time no matter how much flurry of information and instant connection we have so it's really important this lesson right now that Saturn and Pluto and the Sun is joining it Mercury is joining it Jupiter is joining it that's a lot of Capricorn. And so, you know, think about, I, I'm referring to relationships, probably because Pluto and Saturn, this whole thing's happening for cancers, which is my sign in relationships. So that's where it's very real for me right now. I wonder for you, if you're a different sign, this could be happening if you're in your finances, maybe, you know, you wanna have a different life, different lifestyle. You want to have more uh, security or more luxury or more, and maybe you're not anywhere near being able to have that yet. And this illusion that everything should be fast, 
like a lottery win. Everything should be like a, an instant scratch and win. Gives the illusion that A, if it's not instant, it's not possible, which is bullshit. B, if it's not instant, it doesn't count for anything. It's also bullshit. C, if something doesn't happen super quickly, that um, it never will, which is also bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on a lot of things. So if you can make peace tonight as you're listening with the fact that lots of things take time and there is absolutely nothing wrong, nothing, there's nothing wrong with taking time. Think about building again. Think about, you know, this idea of a foundation as your metaphor. Think about what it is that you find yourself impatient, but something that you want that represents stability and reassurance and trust. Um, And think about it if you were a builder and it was like brick by brick. You cannot possibly stack and cement all those bricks in a day. If you get to a certain height before they dry, they'll all topple down or go crooked. If they're crooked, then, you know, water's going to get in, air's going to get in, other things. So there really has to be a process where you do a little bit and you let it set and you see, is it solid? before you move to the next layer of bricks or the next layer of the house. And we do the same thing with relationships. We do the same thing with our careers. So maybe you're frustrated in your career tonight as you listen. Why am I not getting a promotion? Why am I not ahead? Why why don't people recognize my work more? Why, why, why? Perhaps, you know, this is your issue. Well, think about what you're doing right now in your work are you actively putting down a layer of foundation are you actively doing something that builds towards what you want later because i really i really believe that when you are when you're conscious that you're doing something that will build to the next level then you then you don't feel this sense of impatience so much and you don't feel this sense of failure so much you know for example I, I talked to you at the beginning of the show, I added a new platform, Patreon, where I added videos and extended astrology reports. Now, if I sat there after a week and it's like, oh God, nobody's subscribing, what's wrong? Oh well, and then just want to give up on it because it didn't happen fast. That's just silly, right? Whereas if I, I know that if I build something and I build it well, that people will eventually try it and hear about it and it could then down the road become what I would like it to be. That's to me a reality of life that I accept a long time ago. Um, You know, if you want to have beautiful vegetables, you can't plant the seed and expect your salad to grow by by the nightfall. It's a process. So I want, I'm saying all of this so that you get more a sense of planning, but also confidence in your planning, Um, feeling good about what you have planted, knowing that it will grow, 
knowing that it will get you to where you want to be and you'll recognize the little steps and you'll be able to add the next layer of bricks once the other's set. And you get this sense of enjoyment and productivity and that life's constantly going forward in a good way by building things little by little. The other thing that's important to remember about Capricorn and long-minded, long-term mindset is that when you expect things fast and instant, you also burn yourself out really quickly too. Because there's this illusion, again, that if you push to your max fast and hard, it's going to get the results fast and hard. And it doesn't. Sometimes, but not, not usually. Usually the slower approach works. So my metaphor for this is prepare your mind for the marathon, not the sprint. If life is a sprint, if you're always running away from a lion, man, you better really have a lot of energy or training if you're running from lions all the time. Very tiring. You know, these kind of things, just like that analogy, are, you know, sprints are something that we need to do every so often for survival or for, you know, an exceptional circumstance or opportunity. It's not a, a sprint isn't a way of life you're going to burn out. If you think about your goals or your life as a marathon, well now if I'm running a marathon, I calm my mind and I go, okay, all right, we're going to get through this. All right, first step is this. Okay, remember this. Do I have my water? Are my shoes comfortable enough? Do I, I know the route. It's going to take about this long. Okay, now let's pace myself here. Pace myself. This is another very Capricorn quality, one of the higher qualities. Knowing how to have self-control to pace themselves for the long-term goals. This is what Saturn and Pluto are sort of kicking our asses about right now in some area of your life. So, I'm going to play you another song as you ponder that. And I want you to think about where in your life, again, is this triggering you? What's triggering you as you listen to this tonight? It's probably triggering something because the intensity of the aspect is getting closer. All right, I'll leave you with that. That was called Grow Old. You said you'd grow old with me. <clears throat> this is another thing of Capricorn of the sign and of Saturn because it's talking about time, Lord of Lord of Time, Father Time, Kronos, Lord of Karma. It's talking about old age. Capricorn also represents old age. So even if you're young, um, Capricorns that are even when they're young, they're very serious. They're they're more responsible than others. They tend to start off sort of like an old soul and serious and they tend to get more childlike or playful as they get older as they as they let go of uh, being so responsible or they they achieve sometimes the, the security they would like to for others of us you know maybe maybe you're thinking about your uh, 
your elders more. Maybe you're thinking about your own old age more. Maybe you're thinking about that of uh, loved ones that are older around you. Um, you know, again, it's thinking for the long term. It's sort of, you know, the metaphor of like planning, planning for old age, planning for retirement. Um, it's not sort of that uh, fire sign, carpe diem, let's just wing it, see what happens energy that we're in. It's, it's the, okay, what I do now is going to affect me for years to come, potentially, so let's be strategic. Yeah. So, I'm going to play you one more song about long roads or just taking your time and really um, you've probably connected to what this is about by now if you're listening for the last hour we're going to go to commercial break after uh, this song and then we're going to come back and talk about dig in deeper about Saturn and the lessons of Saturn and Pluto the transformation energy of Pluto and dig in a little deeper with you and uh, I'll talk a little bit about how it plays out for different signs as well. So we're just going to take you to one more song and then commercial break and we'll be right back. Time after time 
Welcome back to the River Rain Show. Tonight we're talking about the stellium or the cluster of planets in Capricorn. So right now that means the Sun, that means Mercury, um, that means Jupiter, but the most intense formation or the stellium is the Sun at the same degree as Saturn and Pluto, all in Capricorn. So this is emphasizing Capricorn qualities. And as we talked about in the first part of the show, that is talking about building a foundation, building a structure, building trust, being patient that things take time, not judging that things take time, and asking you to think about where that triggers you today. Where are you impatient? Where are you feeling scared you won't get what you want? So maybe you're rushing things. And how can you have the confidence, understand the laws of the universe, accept the laws of the universe, that certain things take time without judging yourself? That's where we're sort of going. Um, that's the high, that's the way to stay on the high side of this transit whatever happens or whatever isn't happening that feels very intense for you around this astrology transit which is the 12th of January we still have six days but you might be feeling it wherever you're getting that sense of oh you know you want to bust out or you you can't wait anymore or why why is this happening why isn't this happening something that makes you feel this desperation, perhaps, so this need to burst a gasket, you know, that can be felt with Pluto. We're going to talk about the Pluto side. Saturn, though, and the Sun, and Mercury, and Jupiter, they're all more leaning towards the calmer side of Capricorn. Pluto is in there, though, going, Rah, I want to... <laughs> you know grumbling and growling and wanting things to happen big and loud and and faster or just like an explosion but the rest of the planets are more vying for let's take the long-term mindset let's let's build something worth worth it so the next set of songs and reflections is all just about time how our relationship with time and patience so I'd like you to think about something in your life. It can be many areas of your life. Something where you feel like you can relate to this next song by the Rolling Stones. Yes, time is on my side. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, I love this song talking about Saturn and Capricorn because, you know, he's singing about, you'll come running back to me. Okay. Well, that is already a long-term mindset, isn't it? He sees that this girl he likes is 
you know, distancing herself or has gone off with someone else. And he has the long-term foresight to see, oh yeah, well, that's not going to work out. She's going to come back to me. And he has this confidence, you know, that uh, if he waits, he'll be the winner. That is so Capricorn. That is so much like Saturn. So where in your life can you relate to that? When, and you, when can you think of a time that you saw something coming or you knew that if you waited long enough, things would turn around? You know? There's been a number of times for me. I'm just trying to pick one as I'm talking to you. That would be a good example. Um, well, a lot of the time, because of the nature of my work, I'm doing readings. I, I, clients will sit there and... and um, they'll be fixated on a certain relationship that I know isn't going to work. So that's sort of like a times on my side thing. I, I know that they're going to come back one day and tell me it didn't work. Now, whether that's three weeks, six months or five years, <laughs> sometimes that's harder to say because people can hang in and hang on and get very stuck. And a lot of time passes by while you're feeling stuck. And that doesn't necessarily give us the feeling that we want with these planets of Capricorn. It's not about waiting for waiting's sake. You know, oh, well, I've been at this job I hate for 10 years. Okay, you want a badge? 10 years you've been miserable? It's very different than I've been at this job for 10 years. And now, you know, by the sixth year, I was getting more of what I wanted and by the eighth year, I had more freedom in my schedule. And by now I'm at year 10 and I'm ready to ask for a raise. Completely different, right folks? So that's one way to think about your time. Think about, and think about it, where does it apply to you now? Is there anything that you know you can see coming that you could wait it out because you're probably going to be right or there'll be a second chance or somebody just needs their time to like get something out of their system and they'll calm down something where you can see the outcome coming that's very Saturn and Capricorn so ask yourself that as we go to the next song
Well, I'm not the kind to live in the past. The years run too short and the days too fast. The things you lean on are things that don't last. Well, it's just now and then my line gets cast into these time passages. There's something back there that you left behind. Oh, time passages. Buy me a ticket on the last train home tonight. Hear the echoes and feel yourself starting to turn. you play
That was Al Stewart with Time Passages. And that's another whole perspective on time in that song. Is just recognition of life cycles. You know, the whole whole song is sort of a story about different things that happen to the person at different times in their life. And we have to uh, also make peace with these life cycles and time cycles of our lives that, again, there's things we're here to learn that we'll be working on our whole life. Some people call them your crosses to bear. Yes, you could call it that. Um, Some of them feel like that if they're tough lessons or they're painful lessons. But it's sort of more helpful or more positive if you can to realize and accept everybody has lessons, karma, everybody. So you're not being punished. You're just like everyone else. It's just yours is different. And it's not to negate people's experience or pain. Um, It's coming from a place when I speak, when I say this, of spending a lot of years trying to overcome and heal a lot of pain that led me to to say this, that once I learned to um, accept that there were certain things that I came into this life with, or I was born into, um, all kinds of different things, whether that's, you know, the way, the way I looked, my body, the, the house I grew up in, the place, you know, the opportunities as I was given economically, or even being born, you know, white being born. There's all kinds of reasons for the combinations of things that we have in our lives, the good and the bad, and they're all very particular to us, and so they're all part of what we're here to learn. We wouldn't learn these these unique things with, you know, unique circumstances or people if we had something radically different about us, and so it's to sort of give respect and honor the lessons that that you're here for the things that you didn't have so much control over um the more you the i find the more you make peace with that you're sort of accepting that you're here to learn certain things or do certain things instead of constantly comparing to an ideal or a perfection and feeling like you were um you know, gypped or ripped off of it. Because a lot of people do. Saturn, we're talking about Saturn long-term mindset, seriousness, building things from, from the ground up. And because it is the Lord of Karma as well, it's also perhaps a time when you're also coming up against, okay, this is my life lesson, this keeps happening. This is, I keep feeling this way. I've got to do something about it. And sometimes there's a lot we can do about things to change our circumstances. And, and, um, and sometimes there isn't. And it's our minds, it's only our attitude towards it or our mindset that we can change. And so 
we can look at it from this perspective of that song. Time passages, thing, just things, different life cycles, different stages, things won't always be this way. Things are temporary, even if temporary is years. But we will pass through them, and there's other chapters waiting for us. I wanted to bring it into the area now of time and Saturn when it comes to love, because I know that's a big theme on a lot of people's minds. So this next song is all about time. When? 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 (laughs) Um, And just, you know, to call attention to time and timing that is very sensitive to so many things, to people's feelings, the smallest of actions that click or don't when it comes to love, people's readiness, people's availability, people's, uh, you know, willingness and, yeah, readiness, presence to be loved or in love, even if they met the perfect person, would you be ready? You know, so just to think about that for all of you out there who are wondering about love, if Saturn and Pluto are hitting your relationship areas, we're going to play you this next song from Michael Buble. Then darling, tell me 
a beautiful song, Quando, 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 <clears throat> by Michael Bublé. How many of us feel like that all the time when it comes to love? Whether you're single or in a couple, doesn't matter. It's sort of this constant awaiting for your lover's approval, for their touch, for their attention. Um, you know, if there's any commitment issues, you know. When will you be mine? Um, when will I believe or feel that you're truly mine or that you've truly committed your heart? And we don't have any real set time or formula for that, do we? It's organic. It's felt. It's If we want it with somebody, we have to give something a chance. We have to be patient and work towards, you know, the best behavior, communication, attentiveness, respect, self-care, self-love as well. But there's no guarantee when, is there? Now, if you are a Cancer or a Virgo, then this stellium is hitting your relationships. It could be if it's cancer, it's your long-term serious partnerships, marriages, or very long-term 
uh, friendships. It's not so much talking about family. It's talking more about romance or partners. It can even be business partners sometimes, but it's long, long-term committed relationships. And it's going to be throwing some pressure, let's say. Pluto has already been going through there for a while. We're going to talk about Pluto next now. Pluto is a long passage through an area of your life. So when you talk about karma, Pluto also, in my opinion, factors in because it's never going to go through all areas of your life or your chart in this lifetime. It's just dropping into a few. And it's going to force you to reinvent yourself, tear down, strip down to the bare bones and rebuild and be reborn. That's what Pluto does. Now Pluto, if you're a Cancer, has been in your house of relationships, serious partners since 2008. And it stays there till 2024. Virgo, if it's been in your fifth house of romance. Love and romance, more shorter term, sort of playful dating, you know. Um, it's also rules children and creativity, that house. But the love side of it is more the, you know, the, the dating, the playful, the, the early romance, the spicing it up factor. And again, 2008 until 2024. So we're going to now take a look at Pluto and see where it falls in other areas of life for other signs. So Pluto is Hades, or the god of the underworld. And so it represents the darker or the more shadow side of our nature. It's where there is pain and trauma. It's where there is um, things that are covert or hidden or oppressive. It's where there is literally a death of some sort of a part of yourself. And where you will rise up from the ashes like a phoenix and be reborn. Thus why a lot of the time it does talk about really hard, difficult aspects of people's personalities based on the rotten, crappy things that happened to you, that changed you. And sometimes Pluto, just like the underworld suggests, sometimes they just stay down in the dark underworld very angry, cynical, can't trust anybody, uh, triggered by all kinds of things. And sometimes they will try to have some influence or power over others because of their pain and they'll misuse their power. This is another reason why astrologers were waiting with bated breath for this aspect because Saturn and Pluto, Sun, Jupiter, Mercury, all in Capricorn, all at the same time, hitting the chart of the United States pretty hard. So people were wondering, you know, are we going to see some government upheaval? Are we going to see rioting and protesting? Are we going to see challenges in, in the Senate? Are we going to see 
uh, laws overthrown? Are we going to see any kind of chaos or any kind of show of power that is Plutonian, therefore, for the sake of showing power, dominance, oppressing others? Well, you know, we've seen Mr. Trump send in a drone to assassinate a general. That's pretty Plutonian. You know, to sit there from a golf course and tweet, blah, 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 and just uh, take someone out and throw and destabilize a whole country, let alone the repercussions of the other countries that are going to follow. Um, it's pretty dark stuff. The ego that this is coming from in him is very Plutonian. Now, as we mentioned, when people heal this kind of, heal the reasons for why they became this way, which I don't hold my breath for Mr. Trump, but for those of us listening, if you find that you are acting out of your lower nature, your, the side of you that is not the best, and we all know, hopefully, when we're really not in our good side, and what brings it out, if we have more mastery over that, then you will start to transform it and you can be on the other side of things equally powerful to uh, have sway for the good, to transform yourself and to inspire others to transform. But first it's on us to do this transformation, inner work. And that is another pressure of the January 12th aspect. You're being asked to transform and heal your shit. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to play a song to go with that feeling. And it is called Hurts Like Hell. Yeah, it hurts like hell 
Fleury with hurts like hell. Maybe you are hurting like hell. Maybe this transit is going to hurt like hell in some area of your life. If you're a Capricorn, it's going to be challenging your identity, challenging your sense of who you are, and in such a whole holistic kind of way. Um, it's, it's really like identity crisis, but like we said, you've been going through it since 2008. It all depends whether you're born closer to the solstice or closer to now. But if you are born closer to now, like your birthday is in the next, around the 12th, then by degree, you're going to have it the most intensely. It's around 23, 24 degrees. Um, no, sorry. 22 degrees Capricorn so some of you you've already had the worst of it and Pluto comes along and sort of forces you to transform and go through this identity crisis for mm, seems people tell me around two to three years they can feel this influence while it's in and around their the degree of, of when they're born so for you Capricorns who were born before 22 degrees, which is around the 12th of January, you've already had yours. So maybe you can relate to how much change you went through during that time. If you're Aquarius, it's a tough one because Pluto is hitting the 12th house for you, which is the unconscious. And a lot of you might be having a lot of inner restlessness a lot of dreams or insomnia 
um, because things are playing out on the subconscious level. Things that want to sort of be um, integrated and come to your attention that you normally suppress, now they're showing up. As we said, this influence has been going on for a long time. But now with the stellium, it might be more intense. So pay attention, Aquarius, to your dreams, what they're telling you over the next little while. If you're Pisces, this is hitting your 11th house. That's all about your communities and your groups of friends and sort of your social identity amongst crowds and groups. Um, so you might find that there's some sort of drama there. Or you might be questioning what you want to belong to and what tribe you you belong with. If you're talking about Aries, now it's hitting your career. So think about, are there any big job changes? Are there difficult dynamics going on at work? Is there frustration to get ahead? Is Pluto has been pressuring your career for quite a while and maybe you've had many job changes or role changes or lots of people coming and going around you. It's, it's, Pluto is not a stabilizing time. But as we mentioned before, with Saturn and the Sun and Mercury and Jupiter there, it might bring you a more stable uh, situation, but there's still this Plutonian rumbling or need you know, to deal with whatever underlying issues it's bringing up for you. If you're a Taurus, it's hitting your ninth house, which is a nice place to have it because that's all about personal expansion and higher learning, going out of your comfort zone, which isn't always a Taurus thing. Uh, go beyond your normal borders and boundaries. Go beyond your normal communities. See what there is in the world. Go expand. That's what it's pushing you to do. If you are a Gemini, it's hitting your eighth house, which is a hard place to have this, this transit. It's talking about sex and death and other people's money. It could be an interesting time, let's just say, for exploring all the taboos in your life or people around you. And that can include anything from sexual to financial taboos. So deep explorations going on for Geminis. And like we said, 2008, this is when this whole thing began. Cancers, we mentioned, um, if you are uh, Leo, it's hitting your sixth house. That's health, health and service and um, extended family, cousins, uncles, grandparents, stuff like that. So... It could be challenging for you, either with health matters for yourself or that those of people um, in extended family. And it could also be challenging you with a sense of, what do I want to give to the world? You know, am I doing enough? Am I, should I be volunteering? Am I, should I be pulling back from how much I, I give in the outside world? Because it's the house of Virgo normally, it's service. So you can think about it on that level for you, Leo. Virgo, we mentioned. Libras, it's hitting your fourth house. Another difficult place to have it. 
because it's hitting your very foundation of your home life, your home and your your family foundations. This is this is one of the harder places to have Pluto rocking through there. You might find that lots of family secrets come out since 2008. You might find that you have difficulty with your building, with your home, with your neighbors. You might have, um, you know, literally renovations and pipes bursting and roofs breaking and stuff like that. Or you might find that it's more that you're digging into your childhood issues more than you ever did before. It's a deep um, lesson for Libra um, about being emotionally independent and um, it's never an easy one. This is the placement where a lot of family trauma either happens or is brought up or is being remembered or being dealt with. And it does in the end shock us and wake us up, but it does also liberate us to do something about it or to let go. So, and finally, if you are Scorpio, it's going through house number three. Not such a bad place to have it. Um, it's going to be waking and shaking you in your communications. Now, Pluto, Saturn, Cap, uh, Mercury, Jupiter, everything hitting you in, in your third house could mean a lot of communications. Could even mean your intuition or your psychic abilities cracking open in this case. Uh, those planets going through the third house can sometimes indicate psychic abilities or mediumship. Otherwise, it could be just, you know, really messy and chaotic with 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 communication with other people. Um, you know, learning how to balance what you say and when and how and to who. Um, learning how to set boundaries. It also deals with siblings, so you might have something going on there. Um, and it also deals with your immediate community. So like your city, your town, your village, the people immediately around you that you see on a daily basis. So lots of sort of handling of everybody's um, wishes and needs as well as your own. And Sagittarius, it's hitting you in the second house, which is money finances. So again, it's been a while, 2008, and it's going to be a few more years. I'm sure you've seen lots of ups and downs in your finances during this time. And you've probably relearned how to, I don't know, charge appropriately for things, what you pay, how, what you value, what's worth paying for, what's worth buying, what's worth it's a lot about valuing things more than necessarily money, but it plays out as money very often. So that in a nutshell is where it's hitting the signs by their houses. Now, if you know your rising sign, take a look at your sun and your rising sign for what areas of life are being rock and rolled here. We're going to play you another song, and I want you to just have a chance to be thinking about where this transformation is happening in you. And again, the show is all about the Lord of Karma. How can you accept the things that happened to you that were out of your control and accept the lessons and think about things long-term without judgment? I know it's quite the task I'm asking, but this is what Saturn does. He's a taskmaster.
This is the Oh Hellos. Cold as a night without you here Just your absence ringing in my ears And hard as the heart that feels no fear Cause without the bad the good disappears Along is the road that leads me home And along is still when I walk alone Bitter is the thought of all that time Spent searching for something I'll never find Take this burden away from me And bury it before it buries me the days I've wanted to cease Lay myself down and find some relief Heavy is the head that gets no sleep We carry our lives around in our memories So take away this apathy Steady is the hand that's come to terms With the lessons it has had to learn and I've seen the things that I must do The Lord, this road is meant for two So I'm waiting here for you So take my hand and set me free Take my burdens and bury them deep Take this burden away from me Bury it before, bury it before, bury it was the Oh Hellos, one of my favorite new bands, with Cold Is The Night. We're going to just wrap up a little bit uh, in closing for the show. I'm glad you stayed with me. I went over a little, a little more time than usual. Um, and I really hope that you gained some, some concrete sense of these planets and this Capricorn energy that's all around us asking us to sort of grow up uh, and get get down to business and be much more long-term minded about life 
And in order to do that, to understand and accept certain things that are happening to us as lessons and to work towards them um, with a strategy instead of waiting in vain and crying in vain for things and not having a perspective of what to do or of a perspective of why I might be learning going through something. It never takes the pain away completely in life, but it does help just get a little breathing space from it so you can take a look at it. The more we do that, the less something is clustered right on top of each other like this stellium, the more we go back to the sense of people in the room having some space and we can see them for what they are. And that usually gives some relief. I hope you'll stick with me for next week's show. And um, I hope you have a wonderful week. And if you wanted to reach me for a private reading at any time, you can reach me on Facebook, Clairvoyant Medium Catherine Allen. Or you can reach me at my website, river-rain.com. Or email river.rain.info at gmail.com. All right, I'll see you next week. I leave you one more song. Good night.
taste you again like a secret.